From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of September 21st, 2011 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Walter Eccles, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi, Teresa Eccles, Kathy Whirling, and Max the Intern back in the peanut gallery, along with the two Martin children, Ferris and Finley, who are here for our show, and there's Ferris making his presence known. Yep. Uh, in this segment, uh, Corey and Julie are going to tell us about their recent trip out to Disney's Olani Resort in Hawaii, a resort Walter and I were supposed to be at uh, today, as a matter of fact. Uh, but uh, with our dog's medical issues, we opted to cancel that trip and stay home. So I will have to live vicariously through uh, through you two until I can I can make it there. Why don't you tell us about your about your trip? Um, I want to say up front that there's a lot of details involved with this resort, um, too many to include in a, a segment or a show, so we're going to get through as much as we can. Um, and I also want to apologize up front to the Hawaiian language for every word that I butcher <laughs> from this point on, because yeah. their vowels are something else. It's a, it's a little Cajun in the, uh, in the Hawaiian. It's A-A-E-O-U instead of A-E-I-O-U. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like four consonants in the entire yeah. Yeah. In the street that they you don't. <laughs> they yeah. don't use the letter F. Yeah. It's weird. It's really weird. Yeah, but. so it takes some getting used to and a lot of practice. Yeah. Um, uh, start off with our travel there. We, um, we flew from Orlando, stopped halfway in Salt Lake City, and flew the rest of the way um, to Hawaii, Honolulu. The flight wasn't bad. It was long, but... We we upgraded our seats to first class because there was no guarantee that we were going to sit next to each other. So that made a big difference. I don't know if the experience would have been the same if we'd have been sitting on opposite ends of the plane there and back. Yeah. So the the flight there was not bad. It was long. Um, jet lag. It's a ten hour flight, isn't it, from the East Coast? Yeah. It was it was four to Salt Lake, and then it was like eight. From Salt Lake to to Honolulu, because okay. flying back from Honolulu to LAX that was only like four and a half hours. Right. Yeah, normally, normally, if, uh, because if uh, like on Delta anyway, Delta does have direct flights out of Atlanta uh, oh, to wow. Honolulu, and that's about a ten hour flight. So yeah, I don't know if I could have handled that. <laughs> I liked having that that break. Had you been, but that's considered a long haul flight. What you were in was uh, you actually had two domestic planes that took you to Honolulu. Mm-hmm. When you do those long hauls from Atlanta, those 10-hour flights, those are long haul international planes. So if you had been in business class in that, your seats would have been laying flat. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, that it's a whole nice. different, yeah, it's a whole different experience. So, yeah, so the flight was not bad. Um, I don't think we felt the jet lag going there. Um, what I did is I I downloaded an app to let me know what Orlando time was. Um, as compared to the time we were on. And I also added London in there to see what time you guys were on. We because were completely Like 24 opposite. hours different. 12, yeah. 12 hours oh, no, 12, different. Yeah. yeah, 12 hours different. Going back, I just called Delta yesterday to see if we could get live flat seats. And they tell me no planes leaving from the continental United States to uh, Hawaii have live flat seats. Well, she was she was uninformed because I, I'll pull it up for you now. I mean, there are. They absolutely do have them. I tried to get them yesterday from customer service, and they told me that there are not. 
I'm just telling you what Delta told me because we have flights on Delta. So the flight was, um, you know, for the most part, I think we were more concerned than we should have been. Um, It was fine. We had a rental car. Um, Checkout was painless. Driving in Honolulu in that area is painless. Yeah, it was. It's just a straight shot there. I mean, it's it, we we didn't have a Tom Tom or anything. I just we used our phone, the GPS on our phone. Right, as long as you have a GPS to tell you about where to turn and stuff like that. Right. We said the same thing. You know, I think people think, oh my god, I'm going to Hawaii. It's going to be someplace completely foreign. No. It's well There's, signed. It's well. Their interstate system is just like anywhere else you. Exactly. In the Don't you think it's funny go. that it's called the interstate system? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like okay. I four. It's an intrastate. You talk about, about interstate, interstate. Yeah. Oh yeah. So okay, the drive there was um, it was painless. We we arrived at Koalina. Now I need to explain what I thought. This, I mean, you say Olani within the Koalina Resort. You know, I think when we think of resort, we think of like the Boardwalk Beach Club area. That I consider that a resort area. This is more I would compare it to a country club. It has its own, you know, golf course. It has restaurants with uh, inside of it. There are other resorts with inside the resort so when you think of it think of it as a, a country club in, in that sort of um mm-hmm. in that sort of way we checked in we had to go to uh through the Koalina guard shack mm-hmm. before you actually get to the resort so we went to we went through there they asked our names we told them we were checking in they radioed to olani we drove there which is maybe three Maybe I don't know. Not two uh, minutes. Two, maybe yeah. yeah two, two it, it's so close from the guard shack. There was somebody <laughs> waiting at the driveway for us before we even pulled into the valet area. Someone waiting there greeted us by name, mm-hmm. pulled in, you know, parked the car in valet. valet. They also call you by name. <laughs> valet is thirty five dollars. Self parking is thirty five dollars. Same price either way. So if you don't mind paying, it's for, insane. So if you don't mind paying for a tip to pick up and drop off or whatever. Go ahead and valet. Can I just back up a second? This sure. is one of the reasons when you make your reservation, they want to know your flight schedule. They want to know about when you're going to get in because they do this sort of curbside check-in thing, right. which I think is brilliant. I guesstimated. I said we were, we'd show up around 3. It was more like 4 yeah. after getting the rental car yeah. and driving. It was about an hour after, but but still, they they were there to greet us. Um, drop the car off, and they greet you with a lay. Um, Julie was greeted with a orchid uh-huh. lay and i was greeted with the the man one the, the, the <laughs> it's the nuts <laughs> you know the little bit they look like big brown beads but it's yep. actually some sort of a nut that they use for and the e- oil and even the person um greeting you with a lay is is calling you by your last name mm-hmm. so that was that was a nice touch and we did the online check-in so when they greeted us he had our room key in hand in hand and he led us inside to our bellman who who got our got our bags and they escorted us all the way up to our room. I mean, like it, within it, within five minutes. That's wow. awesome. At first, he gives you a little overview of mm-hmm. the of the lobby, which is which is something else. I was I was expecting something more grand. I guess I was expecting something along the lines of um, Animal Kingdom or Wilderness Lodge. It's not that. I, I would. I don't know. I guess it's I, Hawaiian. It's, it's more simple and in touch with nature and open air, and they don't like to call it the lobby. Right. They call it the lanai. Um, it's something, you know, that I guess because they want you to feel like it's your home, especially since it is a DVC resort. Mm-hmm. So basically the lanai separates the two towers, you know. Um, and there's no check-in uh, desk Alani. right in that entryway. You have to no. go to the right, and there's the check-in desk right. there. 
it's not obvious that you're in a hotel right. until you go to the left or the right. We never had to go to the check-in desk, not once, That's since awesome. we, we checked in online. I hope they're able to maintain that. I hope as they get busy... That's not something that goes away because I think that's an incredible perk. Well, like I said, they greeted us at the driveway. And, you know, throughout the stay, I was out there taking photos and I didn't see anybody out there for the rest of the stay. So I don't know. uh, Maybe I was there at the wrong time. Maybe nobody was showing up at that time, but I didn't see anybody out there. It could have been timing. That's how Disney World used to be when it first opened. They used to greet you at the parking kiosk and ask your name and where you were staying. And when you got to your hotel, they met you in front of the hotel. This is a large resort. It's 21 acres. Um, two of the buildings on either side of the Makahala Lobby um, are 15 stories, really 14, minus a 13. Um, the colors through the resort all resemble nature. There are uh, reds, blacks, yellows, and browns, and this is carried uh, throughout the entire resort, in the hallways, in the rooms. There are, there are 359 hotel rooms, 460 DVC, and 16 suites four restaurants, two lounges, and a spa with 15 treatment rooms. Yeah, that spa's massive, isn't it? It is massive. But you don't get that impression when you walk in. We'll get there, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, the resort's divided into male and female side, and we stayed on the male side. Not like They, they don't segregate. <laughs> <laughs> the towers. <laughs> it's very well, how, and, and how are these towers shaped? No. <laughs> now, Hawaiian, Hawaiians believe that all things have... Um, have a male and female energy and that that needs to they need that to maintain balance so even when you walk into the lobby the right side of the lobby is considered male the left side is considered female you can tell if you right when you walk into the lobby you can look at the there are rocks and there's water coming over it that's considered male because it's very rough and the water is fast Uh, on the left side the water is very calm and tranquil that's the female side and the rocks are smooth and the rocks are smooth. And, and also, the, the water occasionally yells at you. <laughs> it's very shrill. If you look at the two buildings, the two, uh, the two 15-story buildings, there's a huge mural that expands from the, the bottom all the way to the top. One side is male, one side is female. They're gorgeous murals. Yeah, they believe that everything should have a balance. And, for example, rocks that are upright are male. Rocks that lay flat. <laughs> on, oh, Pete, I know where you're going. And rocks that lay flat are considered female. So I'm saying anything. Everything has that balance. And also, if you look at the compass rows, I know you guys talked about the compass rows on the floor. Um, there were four sides to it. It's not north, south, east, and west. Right. Um, the, one, the side facing the water, obviously water, and the, that arrow is made out of coral. The side facing the land where you enter, um, that arrow is made out of wood. The side facing the male side is lava rock, but a more, uh, it's a rough lava rock and facing the women's side is more of a smooth lava did rock. Did you get to see it lit up? I did not. Okay, Because during the day... Pet well, it, it twinkled. It didn't yeah. stay, but it twinkles. It's going to, during the day, it's going to uh, expose constellations, which are relative to the water and the mountain and the masculine, yeah. the leeward and the other side of the island. So there's a, It's incredible detail in this resort. There's, there's no a, way. so much to take in. And I say when you, if, you, when you get there, it. get to your room, then come back and explore. I mean, they, he gives you, your, whoever brings you into the resort gives you an overview of the lobby. Go to your room, drop your bags off, and come back and explore. Um, take the tours. There are several tours, self-guided tours and, um, and other tours you can take that will give you all the details. I mean, tons and tons of details. What Were these tours, um, did you have to sign up for them or could you just show up? We just walked in. You just show up. 
And it's, there's a guy in the lobby doing right. Okay. Usually, in in your uh, daily Eva, which is the it's it's almost like a stateroom navigator. It's a little newspaper they deliver every night. Um, you know, in your your room for the next day, and it tells you everything that's going to happen, so you can plan your day accordingly. Which we did a lot. Well, especially me, I'd be like, "This is going on at this time, and this is going on at this time." Um, it was. It was like a non-moving cruise. <laughs> yeah, they, they liken it to the cruise line experience. So that's it great. felt like it, and not not from the everything's all included part, but you feel so, you know, secluded, and that you you know there's of course there's a grocery store across the street that you can go to, but you feel like you're at you know you're on a a ship and you need to do everything there. I mean, there's the the Eva. She said the Eva Iwa. No, W's are pronounced like these. these. See, confuses me all the time. I mean, because you get these in your room every every day with with all the with all the daily activities. Um, speaking of the room, I thought it was very comfortable. It was a very comfortable room. I haven't slept well since we got back. <laughs> really, I really haven't. I mean, I had horrible jet lag at first, but I told Corey, I'm like, I want a king size bed for Christmas and the Al- Alani pillows. Did you have a one bedroom or did you have the studio? No, no had a standard, we had a standard room, which is basically the studio without the um, the kitchen, the kitchen part of it. But there is a refrigerator. Right, there, there is we a refrigerator. Did use a refrigerator. We had a king bed, standard room, standard view room, so we weren't facing the water, but we had the view of the mountains, which was still so beautiful, awesome. It was overlooking the the driveway, pulling up. But you know, if you don't look down, you look up. You but see there's mountains. enough foliage and stuff that you are not really like. Looking at pavement or looking at an interstate. And yeah, know? that's the other thing too is you're not on I four. Right. You're on the backwoods of. Colina. Exactly, but we had our bed, closet, um, the bathroom. It's a huge, I mean, huge garden tub. It's so deep. I think the water would have been up to my neck if I had sat down in it. Did you have a separate shower? Um, we did not. No, the toilet is separate, and I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. <laughs> all that, that poi, Corey. Yeah, right. I, I didn't like that. We'll get to that. The um, the fabrics in the room they're um, they've been they've been reinvented from the 1940s and 50s, and so the pillows, the room pillows, and the bedding are all fabrics reinvented from the 1940s and 50s. So you see a lot of a lot of design on there. Um, there's not a lot of Mickey in the room. There's you probably see Mickey twice. There's a hidden Mickey on the the throw on the bed, and there's also a Mickey lamp. He's playing a ukulele in the surfboard behind him. But that's about the extent of Disney you're going to get in your room. Mm-hmm. Every, Even everything else in is the high. resort, I mean, you don't walk around and you're not slammed in the face with Mickey Mouse. I'd say this resort is about 80% Hawaiian in culture and maybe, maybe 20% Disney. You feel like you're on an actual Hawaiian vacation and not at a Disney resort. And I think that's why... Um, you know, I, I think that's why we enjoyed ourselves so much. We knew we were at a Disney resort, but we weren't hit upside the head with it every single day. Even the cast members, their, their name tags, they don't even have Mickeys on them. They don't say Disney. They just say Olani. So the, um, the room was great. Turn down service every night. For a standard room? Yes. Yes. Wow. Okay, well, at $450 a night, yes. it's the least they should be doing. Well, they don't do st- turn-out service every night at the Grand Floridian. But it was the same. Yeah, they do. Um, in a standing room? <laughs> yeah. Okay. She would turn it down, and oh, she'd make a little. Down. She'd make a flower out of the, the washcloth from the bathroom. We had, put a little orchid in it, and then we got a bookmark so. with each of the murals that are on the buildings. 
So I think we got I think we got every one that they. There are a total of seven. So if you're there for seven days, you'll get a full collection yeah. of the bookmarks. But we didn't get all of them. I was kind of upset. <laughs> we only got a, like five. But um, still, it's nice. And also in your room, you do get your um your daily Iwa, like we said. Eva. Eva, you see. Eva. Eva. Even I've picked up on this now, and I haven't been there yet. <laughs> I wrote Eva. Yeah. So he would pronounce it correctly. Yeah. But room amenities include, you get a ceiling fan, of course, clock radio with an MP3 capability, coffee maker. Um, they even have the option for tea. We never used it once. Um, DVD player, fully interactive flat panel television, which did not work all the time. <laughs> that was throughout the whole resort. They had really? an issue with the yeah. TV. Yeah. With the TV or with the uh, I think it may have the been the service. cable, the yeah. service. Because like it would stop. But the and sound it, it would, would keep still going. Still be going, so you're basically like watching it in like frames. Yeah, that's a it, it was annoying issue. That's yeah, yeah exactly. Issue. There is a pack and play in the closet with a sheet that is provided. Um, Hair dryer, ice bucket, iron and ironing board, a luggage rack, makeup mirror, the small refrigerator, as you mentioned. Um, oh, there's a wall safe in the closet, but it is so small. I don't know what you could put in there. A wallet. <laughs> it Maybe. says laptop, and there's no way. Could you really? Put a laptop. In there? You could fit an iPad. But, but not like a full I, I wanted to put my jewelry case in there. You can't put your jewelry case in there. It's not. It's impossible. Um, of course, wireless high-speed internet and the full room service menu. I didn't use the wireless. I used the wired, and it, it was very fast. I didn't worry about hooking up the, the wireless. The room was very nice. We were on the fourth or fifth floor? Fifth floor. Now, the lobby is on the, the second floor. So you're not, you don't enter on ground level. You enter on level two. I actually have an interesting piece of information about the resort. I don't think I mentioned this when we did our walkthrough. The resort is actually built like the Magic Kingdom. They put in tunnels. There's utilidors under the resort so that uh, cast members can just go and freely and not interfere with guests. Hmm. That was interesting. Now, moving on to dining. Um, all of the restaurants are open air. So if you have an issue with bugs flying around your food... Just be prepared. Okay, interesting choice to make them all open air. Well, that's how everything is really over there. Everything's open air. And it's so nice, the weather, and it's so beautiful. I mean, I mean, the occasional Se- fly doesn't really bother several me. Several of the restaurants we ate in that weren't even at Alani are yeah. open air. Yeah. yeah. The weather's perfect all year round, so it's this inside-outside living that right. they have. That's very common. I'd love for my house to be like that. Yeah. It's, I mean, you have the option with all the restaurants to eat outside. But most of them are, you know, under under you, a roof with open air. Were the bugs bad? No, just just when we got there. Um, Occasional. But I think he gets way more annoyed with bugs than I do because I grew up in the country, so bugs are... I don't mind bugs in general, but usually when they when it's that single bug that keeps flying around your table and you just can't seem to swat it, that one annoys me. And so even at the buffets, they um, a lot of the workers have, like big leaves that they they fan the food with to keep the bugs away so moving on to the uh the restaurants there are two table service restaurants the first one is the makahiki buffet makahiki is the the season of the harvest and celebrated during the rainy season usually occurring from late fall to early spring now this is where they have the breakfast buffets they have the breakfast um, character buffet which is offered on certain days of the week and they also do a lunch. 
The lunch is only on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, and it's from 11.30 to 3, and they actually grill out on the lanai in front of Makahiki. I got to say, some of the pictures you have put up from this are absolutely unbelievable. Thanks. I mean, my God. (laughs) We we covered it. Do you Don't you think it's then, hard to take a bad picture? Yeah, in yes. That's the way I mean, some thought. of these pictures look like postcards, postcards, or, or you know, artist renditioning almost. How much were the buffet for breakfast and dinner? The the regular breakfast buffet, non-character price for adult is twenty seven dollars, fourteen for children, nine nice. and under. Now the character breakfast is thirty two dollars and eighteen. I didn't for think children. those prices were bad for they're, Disney prices. They're they're consistent. Wait till you hear. The London Paris review, and you'll never complain about the price of a Disney buffet again. But <laughs> so we because we did was both. It, was it a good buffet? Breakfast I, was excellent. Well, see, I thought dinner was excellent, but we'll get to dinner. I thought the buffets were great, but I eat my share at a buffet. I eat a lot. You eat your share, her share, right. and yeah. the table next to you. So I definitely eat my money's worth, and I love the some of the items they had for breakfast. I mean, they had they had scallops and dim sum. Really? And it yeah. had scallops for breakfast. Was there spam? No, did there not? was no spam. We never encountered any spam. But it is true. We did ask some people around the um, resort, and they do eat spam. <laughs> yeah, I took um, – there's a photo gallery of the entire buffet breakfast and dinner, so you can go through and look. Um, moving on to dinner, I loved the dinner buffet. Julie, not so much. Mm-mm. But I'm experimental. No. And I eat a lot of food. What was it you didn't like about the dinner buffet? A lot of the traditional Hawaiian food. I just Specific not dishes? Like, um, she doesn't they, do curried mussels. She doesn't yeah, do braised lamb. Yeah. Um, with they goat had cheese this, polenta. Can I please say something? I'm out of water. They wrap pork with butterfish, Kahlua pig and butterfish in these, some sort of leaves. And they bake it. Um, whatever these leaves Ew. are, it might be the plant that the poi is made from, not for certain. I think it's called lao lao. It gives it a weird flavor that I did not like. I tried it. Poi actually comes from taro. Yeah. And that's what's growing out in front of Alani when right. you pull up. We were told that there's a possibility that somewhere down the line, one of the kids' activities is going to be harvesting the taro when it f- comes to adulthood. Oh, when it, it's harvestable. Mm-hmm. Well, they serve Asia taro chips with child labor. <laughs> what they I haven't lo- had enough problems with this. What I love about Hawaii is that it's such an intermingling and a clash of not a clash. It's so interwoven culturally yeah. and that you see that in all the food. I think it's incredible. And before I get emails, I'm aware that Hawaii isn't really Asia, so <laughs> it was a joke. Well, yeah. There were a lot of um, that was Max, by the way. <laughs> Japanese tourists. I mean, yes. I think they definitely outnumbered us Can I, for sure. Yeah, one of the things coming? they told us on the tour was so far, eighty percent of the DVC has been sold to uh, Asian um, people over in Asia. We ran Japan. into a lot of Australians, also. Yeah, all of the signage around the pools, all the instructions, everything is English and Japanese. Did you guys get a chance to experience the waiting lounges? I, no, you didn't because you were whisked right. Yeah, we're gonna we get. Go yeah, we're gonna get to that. Okay. Just some beads. It's okay. It's oh. okay. <laughs> I scared her. Also, in the buffet, they have assorted sushi. They had oysters on the half shell. They had poke, sashimi. I, I was in heaven. Are um, you all excited? Now let me go yeah. to the the price of that. I don't like, think, what the heck am I going to eat? I don't think we mentioned the price. Price for adults is forty three dollars and twenty one dollars for children. I got my money's worth. Julie did not. Mm-mm. But for a family of four, you know, you're going to spend some money here. Again, just wait. <laughs> I think I did find they had like some chicken breasts, and I ate that. 
finally, but that was it. Mm. It's a lot of seafood, Pete. So <laughs> be aware. Yeah, well, that was um, that was one of the table service restaurants. The other one is Ama Ama. This is considered their signature dining restaurant. It it overlooks the beach, the lagoon. We ate lunch and dinner here. Lunch was incredible. Dinner, not so much. Paid a lot of money for a fillet that was just the worst fillet I've ever had in my life. And I had the strip. Really? It, it was just, you know, shame on me for ordering a fillet, but, you know, after a week of eating seafood, I was really craving. Oh, why shouldn't you order a fillet? Yeah. Right, exactly. We thought it'll be great. There was no flavor to it whatsoever, and they put this horrible, weird, like, buttery lemon sauce on top of it. Like, I guess to try to give it flavor or to either hide the fact that it was a... Well, that's 99 times out of 100 when you get a piece of steak that has anything at all on it, they're covering something up. It was charred on the outside and just... The best thing we had was a Kahlua pig appetizer, which was awesome. Okay, what exactly is Kahlua pig? Is it like pig and Kahlua? It's pig a pig. drinking all my <laughs> it's, 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 it's me drinking Kahlua. Is that it? No, it's the type of pig. That they do... It's the type of... The way they cook it at like a, a luau. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was buried in dirt. Yeah. Like, my filet was $49. Julie's wow. New York strip was 41 Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's expensive. It really is expensive. Um, let me talk about the service for a little bit. I don't know if it's just because they're they're just opening. The wait, waitresses and waiters are still trying to get used to um, the menus and stuff, but service at Ama Ama was the worst we had. I mean, we, we sat and we waited forever, forever, forever. That was at dinner, though, not for at dinner, lunch. Yeah. Did you eat off property? We did. Yes. Did you find prices to be like that anyplace yep. else in Hawaii? We, we walked across the street to a restaurant called Roy's. We, we went there because it's, it was in walking distance, and also um, it, it was said to be a nice restaurant. And you go in the gift shop, and there's a ton of books on Roy's. Yeah. Now, it's a chain, but it right. started in Hawaii, in Honolulu, just keep going. I've got to run to the bathroom. I'm sorry. You know, Roy's is on Sand Lake Road. Well, yeah, we did not know that. We didn't. We've never been. But on TripAdvisor, this was rated pretty highly uh, out of all the restaurants in Honolulu or on Oahu. So, um, and it was also I, in yeah. walking distance. Yeah. So See, I'm the thing is, to you're, you're still in that resort bubble. It's a, that's a very exclusive area, we were told. I mean, these are million-dollar homes. Right. So you're in a very expensive area. Because when we were there, we ate a lot off... Well, we didn't eat anything at Alani. It wasn't open. Right. And we found the food to be comparable to here. I didn't find anything I mean, that, none of our meals were, like, crazy. It's like what we'd pay for a, a dinner out for the two of us anytime. The, pri- the price for Roy's was probably the same price as Ama Ama. I think, you've got, I think you fall into what you say all the time. It's value. If they've got two bad steaks for a yeah, hundred bucks. Exactly. I agree. Like, That's, if, if the food's not good, the food's not good. Right. I just – I don't want people to think that every – you, I think the misconception is that because you're in Hawaii, you're going to pay $50 for every entree. No. No. And we ate a lot of places when we were there where, you know, the dinner was, I think for the two of us, we had several dinners where it was under 50 bucks for two of us. Yeah, and there are ways that you can save on money. You don't have to go to Ama Ama. Right. I mean, you, you don't you I don't wasn't trying to, to dinner All there. I was yeah. saying is that there, if you ate off property, I didn't find the food to be much more expensive than Orlando. However, I think people who are staying at the resort are going to want to eat at the resort. I agree. Right. I want yeah. to. Restaurants. Um, let me ask you a question. Did you have to make reservations or could you just walk in? We, we made reservations for both lunch and dinner. Um, we made the dinner reservation like weeks before we left because we weren't sure how busy it would be and wanted to be sure to eat at every place. Um, 
Did you find them busy when you went? Were they very cool? Most of our dinners no. we went later, around yeah. 8.30, because we didn't know how busy we were going to be during the day with excursions and stuff like that. So we, we didn't want to have to rush back to do, you know, first seating, dining time, since this was like a cruise time. <laughs> <laughs> but Ama Ama's, like we said, they're only open from lunch from 11.30 to 3, and dinner is 5.30 to 10.30. So They said they're going to start doing breakfast in November. But we'll see. They they do need more breakfast options at. Um, I did continental breakfast quite a few mornings. Um, I think we only did the buffet breakfast twice. Once non-character and once character. Um, I've never had a better blueberry muffin in my life. Wow. Continental giant breakfast and they're moist and they're so good. And this was delivered to your room. No, this you go down to uh, the Olelo room, which is one of the lounges, and they serve it there on the bar. Um, fruit, bagels, pastries. Um, they'll make good. you a latte or whatever you want. Auntie Aloha, she helped me every morning. <laughs> <laughs> now, Aloha. is this something that's available to all guests, or is there a charge for this? Yes, you do have to pay. Yeah. Everything. I think $15 for breakfast. Yeah. For Continental. I'm not a Continental breakfast fan. Give me eggs, omelet, bacon. But if you're going somewhere fast for the day. Right. Every time I ate, I had blueberry muffin and a half a slice of papaya, and they put mint and lime inside of it, which gives it this amazing flavor. But anyway. <laughs> That's at the Olelo room. Olelo uh, is the Hawaiian word for language. And this right. is a really, really cool lounge. Um, it's an interactive lounge. There are a lot of, a lot of sculptures that are labeled in Olelo. Uh, so you can sit there and eat and learn the language. Right. They're it was labeled fun. in Hawaiian. So you can, did you find Mickey? Yes, we, we did. Yeah. Um, they also have Pluto um, and a couple of others. But uh, all of the, the bartenders here, they speak fluent Hawaiian. So sitting there listening to them converse and talk to each other was really cool. Yeah. Um, they're kind of brought up through school, learning it in elementary school. And then it's kind of up to them whether or not they continue. All of them studied in college. I do have one complaint that I think they should add to this resort. Any cast member that speaks fluent Hawaiian should have some sort of pin identifying them that they speak this. I mean, here we have, if you speak Spanish, if you speak French, you're identified. But, but there, I think, I think they should get some sort of special recognition. And also, it would help out for guests to know or to be able to ask them a question, how do you pronounce this? So you know you're getting a true answer, speaking from somebody that needs to know how to pronounce stuff. Oh, and the Olelo room is only open from 5 to 11. I thought this was cool because even like the chair is labeled. And the floor. The floor is yes. labeled. It's yes. an awesome space. They're even labeled. Yeah. On their shirts, the word for bartender or whatever they are considered is on their shirt. <laughs> it's really cool. Now, they do offer an appetizer menu. This is usually after, after 5 o'clock. Sashimi, poke, um, steamed clams, shrimp, a lot of seafood. They do have Kobe beef sliders. So these range anywhere from, you know, thirteen to seventeen dollars for for these appetizers. The other lounge they have is called Off the Hook. This is their sports lounge. It's uh, it's located right by Ama Ama. There are two TVs in there that always have sports on. Now Off the Hook, it's it's named this because this is a fisherman's uh, place where they would gather after their days on the water and talk about the one that got away. Off the Hook. Um, the lights in there resemble water droplets and also um, fishing nets. They also offer appetizer menus, pretty similar to what um, the Olelo room Olelo room has. Uh, you know, there's. This is something that worried me when we went. I thought it seemed very limited in the, in the food selection, but it's nice that all of these lounges 
are going to have food throughout the day that people can you can just sit and eat and not worry about hitting. But it's not che- it's not cheap either. It's not cheap. I mean, it really yeah. not. I mean, it really. Well, isn't. there's nothing no. about this resort right. no. that's inexpensive. The they offer a menu that's all day, which is uh, the same menu they offer poolside, and it's very similar to the menu they offer at one paddle, two paddle. We'll get to that in a second. But there is a uh, they have an appetizer menu that they offer after five o'clock. Uh, Feast of the Sea, you basically build your own seafood platter, priced per piece. So $1.50 per oyster, $3.50 per prawn, $0.50 cents per clam, lobster, $28. So you can build your own thing. There's hamachi and ahi sashimi with ponzu sauce, $15. Prawns, satay on sugar cane skewers, $15. Kobe beef sliders, $15. You get the point. It's, it's around that, that price range. There is a quick service area. It's called One Paddle, Two Paddle. Now, this is a walk-up uh, service area. I mean, you just walk up, you order your food, you pick it up, and you walk away with it. It's only from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., though. I actually did walk up and do that. This is probably where you're going to find uh, the most value. Is that the one that's under the big rock that's by the pool? What's under the... No, this that's is r- the lava shack. This is and right next to Ama Ama. Okay. So in that little area, there's off the hook, ama ama, and one paddle, two paddle, all in that that one side. I guess they they share the same kitchen. Yeah. So this is where you're going to find uh, your value. I mean, the a pulled pork sandwich will be twelve forty five there. Uh, an Angus burger twelve forty five. Now these same items that are offered on the poolside menu. So at one paddle, two paddle, the Angus burger is twelve forty five. The poolside menu, that same burger is $21. So you're paying for convenience if you're ordering food poolside. You might want to send Dad over there to order food and bring it back, but you're paying for convenience. There's also the Lava Shack. It's a grab-and-go slash gift shop. When you order poolside, is gratuity included? Nope. No. Nope. Tip Dad. And they only serve the pool um, till 5, five o'clock from 9 to 5. Really? Mm-hmm. Poolside service. That seems odd. <clears throat> the bartenders now, are trying to change that. What about on the beach, though? I know. Do they serve stuff on the beach? Or? <laughs> we heard that they did, but every time we were on the beach, we never saw anyone. Because I'm we looking at leaving. the pictures. I'm looking at the pictures now of the uh, on the beach. I'm like, oh my god! I don't want to jump ahead, but that beach is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. It's beautiful. But yeah. Um, especially because we were there during more of a slow time, they don't keep as many people on. So, um, and one day when we were down there, they even told us, they said, oh, well, we pulled her up off the beach because there was no one down there. We're like, you know, but there was a few people. It's like, don't we still we were count? sitting down there going, this would be nice if somebody came over here and served us something. Right. But apparently we were just there at, a wrong, at the wrong time. Um, like I said, there's a lava shack. It's located right by the pool inside the, the volcano. Grab and go food, gift shop. They also have Hawaiian shave ice station. By the pool, there's a yogurt bar that's inside the painted sky spa. What's the matter, Ferris man? He wanted his mama. Uh-huh. <laughs> Too adorable. But words. if you go into the painted sky as an adult, you're not allowed to sit and hang out because that is the teen area. Right. So you're allowed to go in and get your yogurt, but you gotta leave. That's that teen area that's right by the spa. Right. Right. Um, room service. We did not do room service, but I do have the menu. I'll be putting up putting that on the website we're also going to put all these menus up on the website i have just a basic overview of the menus but we're going to create a database so people can search for items people like pete that need 
like beef <laughs> or chicken. Julie, is this you surfing? Paddleboarding. Paddleboarding, yeah. That's a picture that was so fun, by the way. I won't get to that, but yeah, that's paddleboarding. That's one of the things that we really, really wanted to do. Okay. So that's the overview of the, of the restaurants, lounges, quick service, snacks, room service. Did you, how'd you find the alcohol? Was it very expensive? Seven fifty for a beer. But, Julie, you had some of the, um, the little yeah. fruity Hawaiian drinks. I don't know how much they were. <laughs> <laughs> My husband paid. I don't know how much. Let me put this on the room. But a couple of days I had the same guy by the pool. And um, <laughs> did your drinks get more and more? <laughs> no, but he would bring me extra sugar cane sticks because I would. The first time he served me, I like massacred the thing. He was like, "You really enjoyed that, huh?" I'm like, "I like sugar cane," <laughs> so cool. he brought me extras. <laughs> yeah, I think we. I think we have to come to terms with the fact that this is a very expensive vacation. It's a very expensive resort. Everything is going to. But be But there end. are ways to save money, and, and go, while we're while, while we're not off of food yet, we mentioned that the grocery store that's in walking distance across right. the street. Go there if if you want breakfast. They they make omelets for you there. There's a little there are little seats outside where you can sit and have breakfast. I think it's hard for people to envision when we talked about this last time. This is more than just you're going, it is an ABC liquor store, right? It's an which ABC is yeah. so weird. Right. But they have a deli, they have alcohol, they, they have, have groceries. Wait, wait <laughs> like fruit. ABC, like our ABC? Yeah. No, ABC it makes is, omelets. Is that what it's you're an ABC about? liquor store though? Yeah. Well, they have ABC it's, stores in Hawaii that are much different. Right. And when you get to go to Hawaii. You sound like the seagulls from Finding Nemo. ABC, ABC, ABC. <laughs> They're literally, you know how we have Starbucks? There can be three ABC stores in the same block, yeah. and they sell virtually everything you can possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. You, there are souvenirs, there are candy, there are foods, there we are had lunch there. We had lunch at that one one day, and we really enjoyed what well, we had. We actually talked to someone who had breakfast there, and we were going to go and have breakfast, but I'm not an egg person. And they basically, everything was with eggs. Julie, you could have got the Spam Sushi. I um, wanted to try that. That's one thing that I did not get to try. I'm so upset. We had a, we had a, a beef and brie grilled sandwich that there one day. Good. Wow. It was great. And they so, do have little tables right outside on the sidewalk that you can sit out and eat It's such at. a weird experience because you almost think, okay, I'm going to go to like a Hess you know these, right. these no. places in a, in a. It's a. It's where everybody in that who lives in that community shop, grocery shop. Yeah. It's a Seven Eleven department store, is what right. it is. Yeah. But I guess <laughs> my, my my point of saying that was that the the resort itself is an expensive resort and it's an expensive vacation, <laughs> and I think you just have to kind of come to terms with that and then figure out ways to save money from there. Right, and there's also a taco place. We didn't try it. Because I, I don't know, something about being in Hawaii and in tacos, tacos yeah. I, I just I couldn't do it. We talked about yeah. going to Roy's. We had lunch there one day. I wanted me to go back a little bit. And they do something where they mix iced tea with pineapple juice. Mm. And I had never had that before. Ooh, it was incredible. You loved it. I think I had like six of them. It was so good. And it's <laughs> the, the pineapple juice, it's sitting on the big counter and there's a dispenser. So it's like half and half. And just incredible. Are you sure you uh, weren't having pineapple martinis? No. Because they also sit a giant thing of pineapple juice on I the counter the pineapple with vodka ju- rum. Oh, I think the pineapple juice is just what they mix everything out of. <laughs> but it was really good. We also drove out to Honolulu one night and had um, dinner at... Um, Alan, Alan Wong's. Wong's. It was highly rated on TripAdvisor, yeah. so we, we went and tried that. His brother's right on International Drive, Bill. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, not the same. So there are job. dining options. There are ways to save money. Um, you know, look around the area. Go to the... There's also Target not so far away. We know. Yeah. Did you go to the Target? No. We, no, we didn't. The Target has a parking garage. 
That's like oh, the one here like in downtown. downtown. Yeah. Uh, and, and you can take your cart up in the elevator? Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, like downtown. Did, did, did they have the, the cart escalator? escalator? Yeah. Oh, I, I love the cart that. escalator. It was the coolest thing. And when you walk in, the big we went to Target. The biggest thing in the front of Target is the spam display. <laughs> like we had a discussion with some Hawaiians about spam. Because I only eat my spam if it's thinly sliced and cooked to where it like would crack in half. Okay, I just have to throw this in here for anybody listening. Um, while you're listening to this, you should really be going to photopost.wdwinfo.com and going through the pictures that Corey has put up. They're unbelievable. They are incredible. Okay, I'm I, you know I'm anxious. I, I you know Walter and I are anxious to go see Olani. I'm looking at these pictures and I'm ready to jump on a plane excited. now. Goal accomplished. We are, we are going back, and I can't tell you, we are very, very excited. I want to take the kids. Every, people were there with kids of all ages, yeah. tiny babies to you know teenagers, and they would have really enjoyed it, but we couldn't have covered it like we did right, if right, right, they had right. been there. Did you go into Waikiki? Yes. Yeah, we yeah, did. That's where Alan we're, we're gonna, at the end, we're going to talk about just the other things we did that really weren't um, at the resort. Now, moving on to the pool and lagoon. Beautiful, beautiful. The Those pool. are the pictures I just looked at. Okay. The oh, pool, my God. Pool hour, 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Lifeguards are on duty, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Life vests are free for kids. Towels are free with your room key. Room key. You need your room key if you want to use the pool. They mm-hmm. wristband you every day. That band does change colors. So if you, you know, we were asked the question, we, we have some family that want to come to the resort and visit. Sure, they can come to the resort and visit. They can't use the pool if they don't have a room key. So... They've so every person has to show a room key. Yes, yes. When you Julie go had to, to show hers. I had to show that's mine. Where you, oh, um, where you okay. get your towels is where you get your wristband. So every morning I would just go and get that because at so, some so point friends I can't go with you to the around. pool. Just yeah. can't no, they, and they can walk around, but they can't be lounging around. Like even one day when I went to get mine and he was doing something else, um, they were like, "Are you by yourself?" I was watching the same. I was game. like, "No." They said, "Well, if your husband wants to be around the pool area, he needs to come and get his band." Right. I was like, "Okay." Can I just point out, too, that wow. what happens is all the beaches in Hawaii are public beaches. So anybody can use any public beach, including the one in front of Alani. And because it's open, they don't want people coming. Just walking in. So you need your room key to get back into the resort. Okay. Because they don't sense. want the people from the right. resort next door to yeah. come in. They don't in. want the unwashed, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. The, um, there are two pools. Both of them um, have zero, zero entry level. And they also have traditional steps. There are also two slides. Um, one's a, a body slide and one's a tube slide. We did both. <laughs> How tall are they? They didn't look that not tall. Real they're not real tall. I mean, they compared to Hard Rock Hotel? But they're pretty yeah. fast. I would consider uh, they're pretty fast. I tried to video going down fast. one, and, I, and I, I lost control a little bit. Yeah, okay. I tried to video, too. I'm like, how do you do that? Did you like it? Did yeah, you like they were both a lot of fun. Yeah. But the one that's enclosed, you know, you can't see anything. So you don't know when you're going to turn or drop or whatever. Is so it, it's dark. It's a little more it like... It is dark, oh, you yes. can't even. You could not see your hand in front of your face if you wanted to. Right, that was so, fun. It was fun, but a little scary, too. <laughs> so um, it's nice. One of them empties you out into the lazy river. The one with the, the tube slide empties you out into the lazy river. So you can start right. you know, on the slide and just continue into the lazy river. I was going to ask you. I thought they had a lazy river. It's too lazy. It does not go fast enough. It's uh, really a lazy river. Too I lazy, mean, huh? you're barely moving. Oh, really? I think, I think oh. the confusion is talking about the, the, the tube slide. 
I mean, because there was just one lazy river. We looped around the whole thing, yeah. and it did right. not. There was no rapid. And, well, I think that's the whole idea is that you're supposed yeah. to just go along. Well, and that's be what the good lifeguard said. I said, "Could it go a little faster?" He goes, "It's the lazy yeah. river." It's relaxing. It, it's great to it's great to do and relax and be lazy. There are four jacuzzis. Now, these jacuzzis, two of the jacuzzis are really really cool. They have the uh, the infinity edges. Which just overlook they're into right, the because yeah, they're right on the yeah, edge let of me the ask, resort. Let me wow. ask Walter's next question though: Were they loaded with children? Um, there, there were days that we heard they were. But I have to say, when we were the days we were in it, um, they were all adults. Well, how's the temperature? And a few teenagers. I found it. Is fine. it warm enough? I found it warm enough. Okay. I wasn't too hot. Let me just take a moment to reiterate a huge pet peeve of mine: Keep your kids out of the hot tub. It's not a bathtub; it's a hot tub. When you put your young boy children in these things, you are boiling off your grandchildren. (laughs) (laughs) Okay? This is not. There should be an age. It is. There needs to be a minimum age. And and what's going to happen, what's going to happen, unfortunately, something awful is going to have to happen before Disney puts no, they the policy in place. dumb it down to the point that you can't get hurt because it's nothing but a warm. We were in the Disneyland Hotel in July. For four days, and we went to the hot tub once, and I counted. There were 18 children under the age of 15 in the hot tub. Mm. It was awful. It's horrible. Yeah. It's, it's, and, and, you know, and they don't do anything. You know, at least, okay, fine. You're going to do that. Open up a hot tub that's adult only. But they don't we heard do from that. some other guests that they, they complained because kids were in there. But when we were in there, there, there weren't. We only did the, the jacuzzis with the infinity edges, and those there are just are some unreal. others, and they're kind of hidden away. So a lot of there won't be as many children in those, uh, I would imagine. Okay. Yeah, while we're on kids, there's the Menahuni Bridge. This is their aquatic play area. This is something else. It That's really awesome. is. There are, there are slides there for them. There are water chutes, uh, interactive bridges where you shoot other people with water. I mean, it's just... It's a lot of fun for kids. This is uh, for 48 inches and under. Um, children must be supervised uh, with a parent. And if they're diaper age, you know the spiel for that. There are no lifeguards on duty here. This is an incredible play area. It's, it's themed so cool. It's just, it I was so funny to watch the parents walk around in here with their children because the water was basically like ankle to mid calf length or you know depth for the, the the parents and these are these little kids it's like to their waist it's so cute then there's the um the rainbow reef saltwater snorkel lagoon we did this too this is really really something to do i mean of course there's a charge for it the experience is twenty dollars for adults 15 for children or you can purchase a length a length of stay pass $39 for adults and $29 for children. They're charging for the... I thought you said they weren't going to. I was going to ask you about that. That was a big thing. They made a big point. This is the Rainbow Because Reef. I read about that, and they are charging. The Rainbow Reef is the one that's a tank yes. that you can look into. Mm-hmm. I was specifically told that they that Bob Iger threw a fit and said, you're not charging our guests. They sure are charging for I it. I read that they were charging. That's well, disappointing. did you tell them about the pass that we bought? I'm going to. Okay. Yeah. This, is the, um, this is the length of stay pass. Now, this might not be for everybody, but you might have to look at the rental prices and see what you want to do during your stay. It's $99 per person for the length of your stay. It includes unlimited beach rentals. What are the beach rentals? Single and double kayaks, snorkel sets, stand-up paddle boards, and use of a beach umbrella for your chairs. And unlimited rainbow reef. 
So if you go through and add up the, add the of what you things. would spend, that sounds pretty nice. Yeah, and it's for the week. length of your stay. Yeah. So go there the first day, get it, and what they do is they take your room key, they stamp it with a star or whatever it is for that week. So when you go to get your wristband or whatever, you go to do rentals, you show them your room key, they know you paid. No, no. They stamp your wristband so you don't have to keep showing your room uh, okay, key. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so Every they, day. they identify you. It might not be for everybody. You do need to get one for every person in your family. If you want to, you can't get a double kayak and only one person have the, the experience. Right, right, the stamp. But you can get, only one person in your family can get one. Y'all can all still share the same umbrella. I don't think they're going to <laughs> say, no, you're under the umbrella. Where's your star? The Rainbow Reef, I really enjoyed it. It's quite cold. Corey's a wimp when it comes to cold water. I, yeah. Um I went right in and just started kind of looking around. You're not supposed to kick your feet. You move with your arms. Um, obviously, you're using a snorkel, and you wear like a little floaty vest to keep you above water. They now, ask that you not dive Julie, down. Julie already did a lap by the time I get past my <laughs> knees. <laughs> <laughs> but all the fish are beautiful. and There's supposed to be like 3,000 fish in There's there. a lot to see. I know. Here. I saw Nemo, Dory, um, <laughs> Gil. <laughs> there are hidden Mickeys. There are hidden Manahoonies in there. And there's also an area... For the people they that are not hidden Mickey's, they're, they're like feeders. They're feeders, and that what they are is they're Mickey Mouse, and it's like a clear tube that he's shaped like, and that's how they feed the fish. Oh, it's real. I thought it was a hidden Mickey. I was freaking out when I came up and told the lifeguard. She goes, "Where?" I'm like, "Right there." She goes, "Oh, that's a feeder." She goes, "You got me excited." <laughs> there's a viewing window on the other um, around the pool area where people can watch you swim, and they can look at the fish, so you don't have to swim to see the fish now the beach and lagoon this is it's beautiful it, it's just something else i mean you do share it with the resort next door which is a jw but i mean we never had to worry about and getting, by jw mean jw marriott right we never had to worry about getting a um a chair or or waiting on rentals but like i said it was it wasn't really busy yeah we did it all we we snorkeled we paddleboarded we kayaked now how hard was the paddleboard um, I had an actual hard board, but their other boards are blow up, and Corey was using a blow up one, oh, which is a lot fun. harder. Because I would want a hard one. When we traded to let him use my hard one, so I could see what the soft one felt it's a, like, it's a big difference. As soon as I, I stood up, so, I yeah. fell to my knees. Right. Ask them for the ask them for the hard one if you're going to do this. And I never fell off the other one. I didn't fall off the soft one. I just kind of hit my knees. But the hard the a, hard ones you just stand up and you paddle. Yeah. Right. They it charge you hourly for this. It's a major body workout. Thirty dollars an hour. So if you want to do it two times on your seven-day trip, that's 60 bucks. Yeah, wait a second. I thought, I thought you had your you get the pass. Right, pass. right, right. If you have your pass, you right. can do it every day. Right, right. And right. you can also snorkel out there, single kayak. There are beach umbrellas. There are, um, there are also adventure prices where you can have private adventures and lessons on paddleboarding where they take you past um, the restricted area. Now, you, you're not free to just go swim out. You, there is a rope and there are buoys where you're not supposed to kayak pass, paddleboard yeah. pass. So you're kind of like doing a lap. <laughs> you, you paddleboard yeah, one side of the beach, you go to the other. It's kayaking, I got bored because I was like, okay, it's, you know. There's not a lot to explore <laughs> you can there. You only go back and forth so many times. No, don't you think this is a great, great place for, for uh, families with young kids? Yes. Yes. There's they no also surf. have um, like these little mats that they attach to the bottom of the seafloor and they float. And they're probably like, I don't know, six feet by four feet or something, each one of them. And so there were a lot of families out there with their kids jumping off of them, getting back on them. Like I, temporary platforms? Yeah. Right. Like, they they oh, bring wow. them in at night, and they're very soft. So it That's was cool. 
It's a lot of fun. Um, we snorkeled out there. Not a lot to see. We saw rocks. Yeah. And, it was too and people's feet. cloudy the day we were doing it. The water. It's also a man-made lagoon, so it doesn't have a natural coral reef. But I spoke to someone who swam with a sea turtle for a half an hour in the lagoon. Wow. One day. Yeah. That would be nice. Were they drunk? <laughs> no. It was early. Um, the poolside cabanas, there are a total of eight of them. These are $275 per day. This includes lounge chairs, a couch, water with a mini fridge as a safe, iHome for your iPod and iPhone, 32-inch flat-screen TV. There's a fan, Wi-Fi, and a menu to order from, and you do get more personalized service from the little poolside servers. The, there, are two, there are two cabanas next to the kids area so when you call and make your reservation make sure that they're not putting you there if you have kids that's where you want to be but if you're if you're kidless you might not want to be there yeah <laughs> i mean it's right by the manahuni play area mm. oh yeah there's also a private uh it's not private it's just a quiet pool there are cabanas out there too that if you just want to you know stay away there was from hardly it. ever anyone out there I wouldn't imagine. Cabana One's going to be your cabana because you have on one side of your cabana you have a view of the lagoon, and the front side you have a view of the pool. That's don't they save? They usually save that for VIPs. <gasps> We're so getting Cabana <laughs> One. It's like you aren't going to be happy unless you get Cabana I One. Want cabana One, else my vacation's ruined. <laughs> so the pool, I mean, it's definitely definitely awesome. At night, make sure you go up to a top level and look down at the main pool area. The pool lights form the shapes of various Hawaiian constellations. You could probably see it if you're down there, but if you go up tall, you can look down on the pool and you'll see the lights in the floor of the pool kind of connect to form constellations. Hey, okay. Let's see. Where we go next? The Kids Club. Um, it's called Auntie's Beach House. Uh, it's for ages 3 to 12 years old, and they are open seven days a week, 12 months a year. The operating hours are different um, according to the day. So on Sundays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, they're open from 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. And then on Mondays and Saturdays, it's 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. And then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, it's 7.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. Um, all the base activities are covered by the resort room charge, but they do have premium experiences that you have to actually pay for. Um, <clears throat> we have those listed on the, on the website, what some of the premium experiences are. So, so once you when you register your child, you do have to fill out a registration form. Um, leave your cell phone number as your point of contact. They do not do beepers, but they do issue each child a secured Mickey band, which basically can locate them anywhere in the house. They use the same system that's used on the cruise line. Um, so, if you are familiar with using any of the kids clubs on the cruise, it works the exact same way. Um, all of the Youth counselors, they call them. They're all trained in first aid and CPR, um, a basic sign language class, and also a basic uh, Japanese language class, since they do have a lot of um, Japanese children in the club. Yeah. I also asked about special needs children, um, of course, because of our Ferris, and they said they already had had a few in the club, and they do, of course, everything they can to accommodate them. They cannot do any sort of one-on-one uh, with the kid or children, but... They said that so far, everything's worked out perfectly. Um, your children need to be potty trained, of course. But they know that a three-year-old, four-year-old, five-year-old, even older can have accidents. So they provide potty accident clothing for you. You don't need to provide any of that. 
They do encourage children to leave all of their personal belongings at home or in the room. And if they choose not to, they'll have to put it in a secure location until they actually leave the house. The theming here is incredible. Um, Supposedly uncle, which in Hawaiian custom, everybody is auntie and uncle. So my kids would call you all uncle and you ladies back there auntie, even if we're not related. It's kind of like a ma'am or sir kind of thing. So Uncle built the beach house for Auntie, and it includes um, her living room and kitchen. Um, and then Uncle has a workshop, a garage, um, a TV a, room. A TV room. Where there are a lot of artifacts from the Adventurers Club in oh, there. Oh, yeah, they do have a lot of that stuff in there. It's really cool. Why? I, I, Why I put it with kids? Why the same kids club? They would have no idea what well, it is. Well, again, I, we talked about this with the Imagineer. The theming is that Uncle was a world traveler, right. and he yeah. knew the person who was in the Adventurers Club, so they... He sort of got a lot of these artifacts. So the theming fits with the space, but I agree with you. I mean, you're going to have Disney fans who are going to be in there right? right? And you, trying to see these. If you want to go in there and you don't want to do a tour, they open at 8, so they might let you in there. They let me in there before 8. I went in there about quarter to, quarter to 8 to get the photo gallery before the kids were there, and they also do tours throughout the day. But the tour is more in-depth. If you just want to go see the Adventures Club, you might not want to go through the whole tour. Yeah. But the tour, our tour guide was great. You know, he gave us a lot of information, explained everything. So in Auntie's living room is where she does a lot of the, the interactive things with the kids. She tells uh, traditional Hawaiian tales. They do lay making and hula lessons. They can do make-believe magic, which is where they dress up. Um, they have a magical window in the ceiling where either little Minahuni can come and surprise people or you never know what might pop up. They have interactive game tables um, here and also in Uncle's Den. And in the kitchen, of course, they serve snacks and do movie time. As well, one of the as things I found interesting was during movie time, they have a magic window. Yeah. So if it's bright and sunny out t- outside, yeah. they can make it rain. It's just like the tiki room window. That's what it's, it sounded just yep. like that to me. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And also in the, the TV room, they um, they offer cots to any child that wishes to take a nap because lots of young children do need daytime rest. Um, but in the kitchen, they also do. Uh, a little project where they make volcanoes erupt and they make stitches space goo and all sorts of fun stuff. Um, One area we did not get to see, they're working, it's still under construction, is Auntie's backyard. Yeah. There's going to be an outdoor area for them to play, but that was still under construction. Auntie's timeout zone. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> And they're bad. They do arts and crafts and face painting. Um, they have computer room with game consoles as well as like several different computers. He talked about how they really are all about getting up and moving like and doing things and not just sitting. Um, they really encourage all the kids to do more of the, the interactive games. Um, I'm trying to think. I have my little paper in front of me. It was really cool, though. I mean, it, definitely something to see. Is this going to be... And I would feel comfortable putting my children there. Is this going to be people are going to have to tear their kids out of these clubs? Yes. Yeah. Yes, you will. It's the impression I got when um, we visited them. And all of the kids that were in there at the time we were in there, you know, they every counselor knew each kid by name. Um, of course, all the counselors wear name tags, and the kids know who they are. The one thing I did want to make sure I mentioned is that they will not give your child any medication. The only medication that they can have with them is if they have asthma. Obviously, they're inhaler. And if they have, like, a, I guess, a, a deadly allergy, they can have their EpiPen with them. But that's it. If your child needs any sort of medication, you will have to come and administer that. Um, oh, also, if you don't have a cell phone, they would provide one for you, like one of those little pay-as-you-go kind of phones so that they have a way to contact you other than your your room 
Um, if you are going to cancel anything, especially if you booked a premium experience, you have to do this one day prior or the full price will be charged. So just make sure you're aware of that. There are a lot of other things to do around the resort. Um, character greets. You can expect to see Mickey and Minnie dressed in their Hawaiian gear. Stitch. Goofy. That's about it. Every time you say a character's name, she yeah, she knows him. <laughs> and she's looking at my computer, and there was a picture of Mickey on there. She was pointing. Um, check out your daily um, Eva Eva uh, for character times. Big big controversy. Lilo is not at this resort. Really? Any idea why? You, uh, did you mention that it was something that culturally they did not? Uh, they didn't give me a reason, but I did go and I asked on two separate occasions just to make sure I was getting a consistent answer. And they said she will never be there. Wow. Not that she's not here, but she will never um, be there. I think I think she would fit, especially with Stitch out there. But those oh, oh, you also see Chippendale, of course. You see that. Yeah. I'd sure. really like a, a, a firm answer from them yeah. on why. I have a feeling no it's Lilo. because she might not be Hawaiian enough. She might not be culturally accurate, or that you know there's uh, actual Hawaiians there, and right. then so it's kind of like you know mimicry, you know, right? We have a fake Hawaiian oh, there. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm just guessing, so I'm not. They have a five foot mouse walking around, <laughs> <laughs> you know? and Mickey and filler characters. Get rid of two of them and turn them into Lilo. <laughs> tick and tack. That's what they are in Paris. In Paris, it's not Chip and Dale. It's Tick and Tack. Huh? Mm. Don't ask me why. There's, um, there's also, I know people are looking forward to this for their kids, the Manahuni Challenge. We did this. We, we just went to see what it was like. We, we lasted for maybe, what, an hour. It's, really, it's going to be really cool for kids yeah. and some parents. But, you know, I'm, I can't do the Kim Possible thing for very long. I get, I get impatient listening to the story. I just want to see the thing move. <laughs> but make it happen. This is free, and he sounds like you. Press the button. Press the buttons. <laughs> this yeah. is free for everybody. You go. They basically give you a, an iPhone type thing. You walk around, and it guides you through. Um, there's GPS on it. You can check it out. And you pick this up. Pick these up in the uh, Palhana room. They also offer classes in there, like laymaking. Julie did a laymaking class. I saw pictures of her making lays. You were the only person there. The only person. And that's why I told him I was like rushing over there because it was at 11 a.m. and we had other plans at 12. So I was afraid I was going to miss it because we were kind of running late. And I get there and I'm like, am I the only person here? He said, usually people don't come so much later. And there was still no one there when I left. Wow. And he was super oh. nice. So are you making these at home now? No, I don't have a giant, lot of orchids. I don't have a lot of orchids or giant needles lying around. <laughs> go to Walter and get orchids. <laughs> you imagine? Orchids. Go over to Walter's at night, steal his orchids. <laughs> Now he counts every one. They, also, um, the they have day. all sorts of different classes. Like one day I know they were doing um, like a basket weaving class. I went and made uh, some jewelry one day out of the same beads that Corey's lay was made out of. Well, I have a plant. I have a plant out back yeah. that makes that blooms with the lay flowers, right? Isn't that what? That yes, is? you do. yes, you do. The pink one. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. did. We did go into the Luana Lounge. This is where you can you can take advantage of this if your flight is late or you arrive too early. This is very very cool and. I think it's a great idea. I think all resorts should have something like this. There are showers in there. There's a computer you can use with printers. There's a huge board 
um, a television up there that keeps track of flight schedules and flight times. I think oh. it's brilliant. Couches, TVs. There was a family phone. in there, and we were in there, and I was going into the bathroom just to see what kind of what was going on, and. I walked in and there was a topless woman, so I turned around and walked out because yeah. I felt like I was invading her privacy, even though it's a public area. You there know? are lockers in there, so <laughs> if you need to lock some things up. <laughs> yeah, they do. Wow. She was just sitting in the lounge or she was in the ladies' room? No, she had like just gotten out of the shower and was getting dressed, and I was just I just was so surprised that I and she didn't see me, thank God, because that would have made me feel even worse. This is something they this is something that's specifically for their Japanese guests because the yeah. flights are so early. That the rooms may not be ready, so it's kind oh. of like this incredible. They can change and use the pool mm-hmm. and go and do stuff around it the resort. Very nice. We were talking Fantastic. to a couple at the um, the pool. They were they were laying out. They had already checked out, but they were still right. lounging around the pool. They had already went and put their bags up and yeah. She said the lockers that are in this lounge actually fit her carry on suitcase inside of it. Incredible. So they're a nice size. Brilliant. Wow. Absolutely brilliant. You know, similar to a cruise line, there are nighttime shows. There's a there's a sunset show. Similar to what you would experience at a luau. No, without that's, the food. that's the Starlight, Starlit Huey. The the one you're talking about She's is totally different. Yeah. No, I'm, yeah, so well, the Starlit Huey is um, in the Makaloa Garden at 7 p.m. It only happens usually twice a week. Um, and then it's basically it's a gathering with Uncle under the stars for a magical evening featuring it has local artists uh, they teach you the hula live music and even a dance party with your favorite Disney friends at the end of the show um, and this is all free this is free yes it's a free show I think this is a must see we talked to a couple who had been to the luau the night before and she thought that this show was much better um, she said I would not I would not go to a luau ever again I heard the luau's are like it's like cattle herding like Thousands of people, a thousand people even in there. Even some of the locals we talked to said that even the people at the luau performing don't want to be there and think it's cheesy. <laughs> it is. It is, the, yeah, it is the tourist thing right. to do. It's, it's very love boat. Yeah. We didn't do it because we... If you're staying at you Alani, know. do the Starlet Huey. It is fabulous. They have um, this Hawaiian group of two guys and a girl, and they sing and play the ukulele, and she is awesome. They have these great hula dancers. Um, also, these guys that do dancing as well, which is really fabulous. And then um, they had two ukulele players that came out and did like tradi- like traditional ukulele music, and then also like rock and roll. It was really cool. And then, of course, at the end, Mickey and all of their friends came out. That's awesome that it's all included in it the is. price it, of it. It kind of felt like a cruise because there's a nighttime show, and it, 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 was, really, it, it was really something to see. Also, there's, a, um, there's fire pit storytelling. There's a huge fire pit. I saw pictures of that. It's cool. It's something else. Um, the sunset is a show in itself. Yeah. Just go out there and make sure you, um, on your daily Eva, they, they give you the sunset times. So the little, take the um, guesswork out of it. The sunset program that he was talking about, the show that they do, Uncle comes out and he basically welcomes the evening. And he like goes over and like lifts a rock and like blesses it or whatever. And like they, they blow the conch shell. And like he does all these sort of like chants, like welcoming the night. And it's, it's a shorter little show. So We didn't talk about the store, but we were talking earlier about themed merchandise. Lots of themed merchandise. I mean, I don't think there was anything in there that said Disney Parks on it. No. They said there would not be any Disney Park merchandise in their stores. It's all exclusive Alani, Alani. stuff. Um, they do have exclusive like things that say, you know, DVC. Right. You know, I was at DVC whatever. members are even bigger you know, collectors of stuff than 
the normal Disney fan. So a lot of local like artists are featured here, especially jewelry making. Um, we also um, went to the flea market one day. There was a flea market that takes place certain days of the Wednesdays week. Wednesdays and Saturdays. It's like from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. The swap meet. In Koalina? No, it's in Honolulu at the Aloha Stadium. They basically surround the entire stadium. Um, that sounds like With all these this tents. sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it's basically like a gigantic French market if you've ever been to New Orleans and been to the French This market. is where you can get deals. You can negotiate. Um, just be careful are- to make sure that you're getting stuff made in Hawaii. Um, there are some, a lot of them will say all items made in Hawaii, so you're not buying you know, stuff made in China. Korea, yeah. Yeah, but you know, if you're looking for a deal on things like jewelry, I mean, tons of jewelry places. We found a local artist who was sitting actually carving. It, it was awesome. We actually bought something from him. What days was this? Wednesdays Wednesday and, and Saturdays. Saturday. How far away is that from the hotel? About twenty minutes. Twenty minutes, easy to get to. And the stadium, you can see the stadium from the airport. Just make sure you know your way back. We we found the hood of Hawaii. Oh my! The Hawaiian hood. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and I say hood, but I think it's more just that they've probably lived there forever. You know, like old dead cars in the yard and whatever. And um, we also explored uh, Waikiki Beach, found a store um, over there and bought a piece of artwork f- from an artist called Doug Tolentino, who is also one of the artists that um, has played a big part in doing the work for Olani. The murals on that building, the giant murals That's are the his. The murals on the building, the picture in the rooms... That's his work, and this lady, she had, she, she, it was sitting on a shelf for like five years. Wow. Original, signed on the front and back, framed in koa wood, 200 bucks. <laughs> had wow. to uh, Mailman. So that was something cool. We um, I think one of the only things we bought there, jewelry got, Julie got some Hawaiian jewelry. But, I mean, it's fun to explore. We didn't do Pearl Harbor. Um, it's just there was a lot to that lot we had to do. We didn't have a lot of time to really explore the island. We this is one went, of those things that that kind of bugs me. Is people are saying I don't want to go to Hawaii because I don't want to go to Hawaii because there's not going to be enough for me to do, or I want to go and I don't want to stay at Alani because there's going to be so much to do. I want to go and I want to see other islands. Didn't you find there was so much to do at yes. the resort? Yeah, we didn't even see the whole island of Oahu in seven days. So I mean, I mean, there are a lot of people that island hop. You know, the constantly talking about going to the big island, you know? Right. <laughs> and I think your first visit to this resort, you're not going to be able to go to other islands. I think it's going to be, this resort has got so much to offer. Julie's going to talk more in depth about the spa on a later show. Um, and we can also talk about our excursion we did on a later show. We did take advantage of one of the excursions. We did the catamaran. But overall, I mean, I, I, I was sad leaving. Mm. If we could have shipped our kids to Hawaii, we may not have come back. Based on your experience at Disney hotels, scale of 1 to 10. I haven't been in many Disney hotels, but I would say 10. Because I've only ever stayed it's at hard three to, other hotels. It's hard to compare this to a Disney hotel. Because it's so... You know, it's not Disney pretending to be Hawaiian. It's a Hawaiian hotel. So, you know, you walk around a Disney hotel and you're like, oh, that's cute. Disney, Disney did such a great job on this. Disney didn't have to create a story for this hotel. The story was created. Right. So, so it's tough to... The story's real. Yeah, yeah. the story is real. The, the, the Hawaiians created the story. So Disney just took, a, you know, took this and... Told the story. D- d- yeah, did a contemporary spin on it. But didn't Disney-fy it? 
didn't make it plastic. Right. They, they don't, you can forget. You can forget. If you don't see the characters, you can forget that you're at a Disney resort. A lot of the people we spoke to who work there, which everyone is so nice, and aloha, and mahalo, and just, over, you know, it's, it's wonderful, um, are thrilled with the way Disney did this. It, you know, Beantha's Resort, it forces you to want to learn more about the culture. You know, I wasn't into Hawaiian art, mm-hmm. but I'm into it now. I mean, it's, I'm into wanting to learn more about it. I've always been it. into Hawaiian jewelry. Oh, Hawaiian jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it, is, it does. It, it, this you you want to learn more. This is that thing that I keep saying that I, you can't tell people. You have to go and right. see this, and you're going to fall head over heels in love with it. It's just oh, incredible. I told Corey now I'd, I want to buy a DVC. It makes right. you want to buy the DVC, first time in my life that I'm, I'm interested in buying DVC. It makes you want to <laughs> buy it. I'm telling you, they're gonna people who stay there are all gonna buy DVC. Just if the flights weren't so expensive, I think more not people would. Not all of them. <laughs> not all of them. He hasn't been there yet. Yeah, this yeah. is totally a Walter kind of place. Yeah, and look this, at his face. He's like, mm. this, like all, this, all I, I, snide about not, it. I said nice. the same thing. Walter's yeah, gonna fall in love. He's Walter's not excited. He doesn't seem excited. I didn't even want to go to Hawaii. We never thought we would go. It wasn't like high on our list of places to go, especially because of how far it was. But I can't wait to take our kids and go back. Awesome. Great. Yeah, I'm excited. I can't, I can't wait, wait to see it. All right. Well, thank you very much for that, Corey and Julie. That will do it for this segment. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another episode of the Diz Unplugged Roundtable. Thanks for listening, everyone. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes.